This is the Seven Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, joined by my co host, Arash Vasugi, and we're so thrilled to be back with you for another episode. And today we're talking about environment. How important is environment to you creating success, to you creating wealth in your life, living a happy and fulfilling life? We're going to dive into how important it is, but also how you can create the environment you want. So, Raj, how are you, my friend? I'm great, Mikey. How are you? I'm doing great as well. I'm actually really excited to talk about this topic because I can't believe we haven't dove into it yet. This is our 26th episode, I believe, and it's so incredibly important. I can't imagine not expanding your environment if you're wanting to create new results, but why don't you talk just a little bit about what kind of environment are people dealing with and what should they do? Well, we got to understand the importance first of our environment, and especially in terms of creating results. A lot of people, when they start out on their growth journey, they're afraid to let go of their old environment for loyalty, for a lot of different reasons, for comfort. Environment like our mentor taught us this. I remember at least me for sure at the very beginning when I was being mentored, he said, environment is more important than heredity. We become our associations. And whenever I'm coaching people, I'll ask them, tell me your closest people. Tell me who you talk to the most. Who do you associate the most? And they'll tell me and I'll say, well, tell me their results. And they'll say, oh, they're negative here or they're positive, whatever they tell me, right? But we want to be very careful in our environment because we become our environment. Like, Mike, if you look at your environment, I can look at my environment. I'm very careful of who I allow in my environment. And the more successful you become, now this may be a trigger for some people, but the more successful you become, the smaller your circle is. You value the environment so much because you really loathe negativity. And, you know, like anybody who is limited, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. But that wasn't always the case. And but once I shifted that, my results shifted too. And we've talked about it before. Like, I just want to be around A plus performers. And it's not because I think I'm better. We're all the same. It's just my choice because I want to work on bigger concept, bigger ideas, how I can be stretched. And think about it like this. Why would you spend a moment with somebody that doesn't make you feel good? A lot of people stay in that environment, like I said earlier, out of comfort or out of uh, because they've done it in the past. So environment is crucial. And I ask everyone listening to this, look at your environment and ask yourself, who are the three to five people I spend the most time with and where is their thinking? And is that in line with where I want to go? This is so good already. Okay. So I think that your environment is extremely important when you're really young too, even our children's age but you're so much more tolerant of your environment when you're younger, even in through your teens, twenties, I feel like you're very tolerant. And then you become less tolerant. The older you get, the more aware you get, the more success you create, the more happiness you have, or, and I would say the less time you have, you know, you start getting married, having children, you have less time to commit to all these relationships. And so you get really choosy. 
But how can you start, you know, developing environment at a younger age and as an older age? So as a parent, how can you instill this in your children? But then let's say that you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and environment hasn't been a priority to you. What do you do now? Well, you know, that's an interesting question because as what you could do for your children is show them that example. I think your example is the best form of leadership that we could give our kids. And, you know, at a young age, you say when when we were young, I was thinking about when I was in my 20s, I never even thought about it. You know, uh, why? Because I was conforming to my environment. I wanted to fit in at that time because of my own identity, where I was in my life. Well, as I got older, I remember I started studying this, this philosophy. And I remember there was such a big topic about mastermind. I said, I'd love to find masterminds. And then I kept choosing the wrong masterminds because I had no standard for what a mastermind was because I didn't understand it. Uh, So now, as you get older, you become aware of what you're willing to tolerate, what you're willing to accept. Now, somebody in their 30s and 40s, they can do it right away. They can say, this is where I'm going. I'm not going to accept limiting thinkers around me. Even if I'm thinking limited, I'm going to surround myself with people who are more aware than me so I could grow into that and learn from that. And you know what I found out about success? And this was something I used to think successful people were too busy when I wasn't successful. And it's the exact opposite. Successful people, truly successful people, are dying to help people come up from average or mediocre to excellence because they can relate to it. And they love that person who's hungry and asking questions constantly. It's very counterintuitive to what I thought. And my environment, I can tell you personally, my environment changed because I was so hungry that I didn't give a shit what other people were thinking. That's the honest to God truth, because I wanted to create a life of freedom. And I didn't care anymore about what it looked like. Did I seem weak? The only thing is don't be needy. It's a repelling energy, but I wasn't needy. And maybe I was, but I faked it to these people that I wasn't. Then they grew me out of that neediness through their experiences. See, you can learn so much from your environment. And I encourage all of you to pick people and take somebody out to lunch who's in your field that is an absolute star in your field and say, I'd love to take you out to lunch and just pick your brain. But be very transparent. Don't go out there and do a bait and switch. Say, I would love to learn from you. I guarantee you they would be willing to do it or take you out to coffee. Raj, we talked about this a little bit on some of our client calls or at our events. And oftentimes people are reluctant to change their environment because they feel like they're going to hurt people's feelings or they feel like it has to be some big deal, some big drama, or you have to be harsh about it or cut people off. You know, I haven't ever gone through a really dramatic cutting off of friends. It's more of just a distancing and you know, moving towards a new environment and away from an old environment. It's not really anything dramatic or harsh. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I've had the same. Like I still have my closest friends are still people that I grew up with in California or people I went to college with. And I mean, I have friends, I'm 46, almost 47. I mean, I have the same friends from age seven. We just talk about different things. 
you know, I talk to them about sports or I talk to them about our families. You know, I've never, if I've cut somebody off, it's only because they've lied to me or because they did something that is just not in harmony with the type of people I want to surround myself with. But it's been very rare my whole life. But what I did do is to work on big ideas, I'm very careful who I discuss it with. And I'm extremely critical of that for myself, not of other people, but for myself, of who I mastermind with, who I share ideas with, who I actually get advice from. I get advice from mentors, whether it was in my past or my, you know, the mentors that I'm working with now, because everyone needs a mentor. Everyone can learn from somebody else. And so I'm very careful who I ask my opinions from. And this is another thing. A lot of people are getting opinions from people who are not living the, the way they want to live. And so they're getting advice and they're getting that suggestion. But are they getting it from the right source? The person who has duplicated that result that they want and have had that experience. That's why you've got to be very careful who you're getting your advice from as well. Okay, let's say this hasn't been a priority yet for someone, but they're listening to this episode and they're like, you know what? I need to start making my environment a priority. Do you recommend that they do an inventory of, you know, how do I feel when I'm with these people? Do I feel drained? Do I feel enthusiastic? Do I feel negative or positive? Or what would your suggestion be there? Anybody that drains you, you've got to watch that because they're not just draining you. They're draining your energy and they're going to impact your attitude. It's just natural because you're accepting those ideas. So you've got to be very careful. And when I'm talking about environment, it doesn't mean somebody's uberly successful. There could be somebody who just, you love being around. You have so much fun with. I'm not telling you to remove those people. I'm just saying, don't spend time with anybody that sucks your energy. Don't spend time with somebody that complains. Don't spend time with negativity because it will become you. We become who we hang around with. And you could go look at a group of people. And if you just look at their, from a health standpoint, they're very similar. They're very similar. If you look from a wealth standpoint, they could be very similar. If you look at who they choose to mastermind with, very similar. I was working with a client a few months ago, and I told this client, you've outgrown your mastermind group. You're further. You need to get a bigger mastermind group that will challenge you more. And the client said, I've been feeling that. And I said, there's nothing wrong with it. You're not leaving this one. You just got to add to what you're doing. Uh, see, we've got to continue to grow. The law of our being is for perpetual growth and, and transformation. And we never want to be linearly. When we're linearly, we're just going from our past thinking. So we want to constantly be evaluating and see what we need to let go of. And I've been saying this recently quite a bit, but we've got to literally shed our old skin and walk into the new. We're not going to walk into the new thinking from our past selves. And maybe your environment is extraordinary, but it's gotten stale. So maybe you need to go to your environment if you're in a mastermind group. That's what I'm talking about now. And say, let's up this. Let's take it to another gear. I want everybody to choose in. Let's do a 90-day sprint together. So maybe you're the catalyst that is going to wake the environment up and really get everybody jazzed up and really geared up to finish the year start. I love that. You know, I love something you just said. You said it doesn't matter if they're uber successful. It's how do they make you feel? 
And I think some of the best people that I've ever had in my environment have been people who believed in me and saw a bigger version of me because naturally you don't want to let those people down. And so you live up to their expectation of you. But if someone holds a low image of you, then you make poor choices. You, it doesn't matter. You're not letting them down. You're just living into that expectation. What are your feelings about, you know, the way that people around you see you? You know, that's an interesting question. I really don't care. That's the (laughs) honest answer. I really don't because that's not how I operate my life. And I can't be more honest with that than that is what I care about is how I'm making other people feel and how they make me feel. Do I love being around them? I don't want to be on pins and needles. If I'm on pins and needles, I can't be myself. I'm not raw. I think for me, rawness and authenticity, it's really a key core values for me. So I'm never wondering, oh, what does that person think of me? Or what does this person think of me? That never really goes through my mind. What I think of is, am I enjoying being around this person? Or do they enjoy being around me? Because if they don't enjoy being around me, they shouldn't be around me. And that's what I think of more than anything. See, most people are trying to conform all the time. They're trying to be the smartest person in the room because they think X person is at a certain level of success, or they're bringing their goals down just to fit in. I think that's a really bad idea. I really think it's a bad idea because all you're doing is you're chipping away at your self-esteem. And if you chip away at your self-esteem, you're going backwards instead of where you want to go to conform to somebody else. Okay. I love how honest you were there. Now I'm going to make a pivot and I don't know how you're going to feel about this pivot because I didn't talk to you about it beforehand. We've talked so far about environment as far as your circle of influence goes, your circle of friends, that sort of thing. But what about your environment more tangibly, physically, you know, keeping your order tidy and clear of chaos and making sure that it is primed for your most productive, effective, joyful self? It's just as important because if you have chaos, your mind is in chaos. So like I always joke with certain friends, I'll be like, you have 30,000 unread emails. I'm like, you're never going to read them. Like get rid of them because all your mind is seeing is chaos. See, order is heaven's first law. When we're in order, we're set up to win. When we're in chaos, we're set up to lose. And so we have to prioritize our environment in all avenues, not just not just our influence or our family or our friends, it's all areas. You know, if you come in and you watch somebody, like if I would, okay, if I watch somebody's office in chaos, they have papers everywhere, they're scattered everywhere, they're constantly jumbling, I will tell you where their mind is. That tells me right away where somebody's mind is. That's exactly what I was thinking. And if you take the time to really lay the foundation and keep everything in order in your life, you get up first thing, you make your bed, you keep your office clean, you keep your car clean, you keep your spaces with extreme order, then your mind can stay focused on the task at hand and on multiplying your results on a big project you want to work on, on masterminding. But when you have all that chaos around you, it's so hard for your mind to focus on one specific task. I hope everyone understands the importance of this because, you know, if we're in chaos, then we're constantly going to be starting, stopping, starting, stopping, and it's going to create overwhelm. When we're in order, this is what I'm doing. There's nothing in the way. I was coaching one of our elite clients. I work with them one-on-one and I gave him a task and I said, 
uh, a few weeks ago, I said, I want you to create a, a trigger journal. I want you to write out all your triggers. Anyway, so today he comes back to me and he said, these are my triggers. Every trigger came to the same point, which I knew it would, because uh, that's what our triggers do. It's normally the same story, just in a different form. And it was around distraction. Well, all I had to do was show him how to overcome distraction. And I said, all we have to do is work on that higher faculty of will and focus on one idea and do it now. See, when we do it now, it eliminates that distraction. But he's in an environment where he's put himself in an environment with somebody that is aware that can show him what to do. But if he kept doing it, he could be like, oh, my God, I have all these distractions. I'm constantly starting, stopping, starting, stopping. We've got to put ourselves in a great environment, not in a good environment, but in a great environment. And if we understand how powerful our associations are, it's going to transform your life. See, you know what's so interesting to me, Mikey? Like success to me used to be a destination. Once I get here, then I got it. Well, as I was going to that destination, I realized I can go further. So it was never about a destination. It was about a way of being, a way of living. And then you look at from the mentors you have to your associations, to the types of books you read, to the type of podcasts you listen to, that becomes your environment. So environment is absolutely critical to creating what I love to call, that's all I want to teach people how to do is create a world-class life, to create a life of excellence, to create a life of freedom. Our associations are a key it's not just, I don't even think key is the right word. It's even monumental. It's a monumental part of where you're going. I love that. Raj, okay, we've talked about your everyday environment, both with your relationships and your physical environment. Now I want to jump to something else. How do you put yourself in a new environment? Or what is your stance on putting yourself in a new environment? Like, for example, we just came back from our world-class wealth event. And those people put themselves into an ex- in a completely new environment outside of their everyday life, outside of their everyday work, outside of their family. For three days, they were immersed in a completely different environment. How is that helpful to someone? Well, it's a game changer. You know, it's a game changer because you're around people who really want to go somewhere. So you get a group of people like you're you're explaining at our world-class wealth event. Those people are never going to be the same. But it's it's not just what happens. It raises the bar of what they see other people doing. So it raises their bar of what they're capable of doing. You know, at the end of the day, it all comes down to constantly putting yourself in places that make you uncomfortable, that are setting you up to raise the game of your life. Because our life is a game and it's how we play the game. I encourage people at least every quarter going to a seminar around A plus performers. You can always measure how much it'll cost you to go there in time and money, but you can never measure where it'll take you. And it's absolutely magical what happens in these environments. All right, Araj, why don't we get into the action set for this week? So I encourage you to look at what environment you're in right now. Does that match how you want to live? And let's say somebody's sitting there and they're in an environment of negativity. You got to eliminate that from your life, non-negotiable. If you're complaining yourself, you're going to be around complainers and vice versa. 
So we got to look at what we need to eliminate. Then I'm going to give you a challenge that'll make a lot of people uncomfortable. I want you to reach out to somebody that you admire that has already created something similar or the type of life you want. And I want you to call them and invite them to coffee. If they're not in the same town, ask them if they'll get on a call with you and pick their brain and be very transparent about it. That will change the game for you. By you just willing to do that will change the game. And you're going to be quite surprised at how willing they will be to, to have that conversation with you. I love that. All right, Araj, thank you so much. Thanks all of you for listening. That's a wrap on today's episode on the Seven Figure Standard Podcast, but we'll be back next week with another episode. For now, please share this, give us a rating and a review, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seven Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.